Welcome to the CrossFit Engage podcast. Our goal is to share with you the success stories of our community and how they're living longer, healthier, and happier lives. Here we go. Abby Graham, how are you? I'm great. Good. I'm super happy to get to sit down with you. Uh, We actually interviewed your dad on one of the the more recent podcasts, I I guess. The first one. The first one, yeah, yeah, that's right. And we got a little bit of his story, and he's got an amazing story. So if any of our listeners have not started at number one, that's a good place to start um, and listen to his story. But we, you're his daughter. I am. And I think it's so cool that you guys are both involved in this together, um, and it's kind of become kind of a family thing for you guys as well. So um, – to start off with, just give us a little bit of your background. I want to know kind of, uh, you know, obviously you're in CrossFit now or we wouldn't be sitting here, but give me a little bit of background about yourself growing up, you know, were you involved with sports, was physical activity something that you always did or exercise or whatever, and then we'll kind of, I want to just kind of break down some of your stories because you've got a really cool uh, progress story that you've seen since starting CrossFit, but let's kind of build it up from there. Yeah, so I was never, I don't want to say never really an athlete. I did um, competitive cheer. Um, When I was really little, it was kind of like mom would sit us down and it's like, all right, you've got to pick a sport for the season. You know, like make us get it on soccer, basketball, and every season we'd we'd find something. But dance and cheerleading was always kind of where I was at. Um, And then in high school, I I wanted to play piano. So I stopped all that for piano. but I never really felt like I, like, had a sport. And then after finding this, I kind of feel like maybe this is, like, this is my thing, you know. Like, I was never, like, Avery was a softball player. My sister, um, mm. like, that's been her thing. And I just feel like, well, maybe this is my thing. I never really had that. So Right. Was it, so, like, when your mom was like, all right, Abby, you have a couple of choices here. Did you have a say in that? And what was that like? Or was she just like, hey, I want you to do this? Or did you try a couple of things and kind of narrow it out? And you're like, yeah, I don't really, that's not really for me. Or how did, how did that kind of process work? Um, and, and that was more of like elementary school. So it was, I mean, I could have said no, but I didn't really realize that was an option, I guess. But I was all over the place. It really was soccer for a few years. I did basketball for a season. Um, they wanted me to be a softball player, but... I had, like, thrown a ball, and it went into the dugout or something, <laughs> and, like, I quickly realized, okay, like, maybe this isn't it. Right. Um, and then, I mean, I would play, like, volleyball with friends or something, you know, something yeah. like that. And I think if I went back, like, volleyball might be something for me or, like, I don't know, but I just never. Yeah, and I guess that's, that's something that's, like, I think it's very common is to kind of narrow it out when you're really, really young um, or at least narrow it down. Um, but was there anything that you did that maybe, you know, you, you weren't, you didn't, let me, let me see how I'm trying to phrase this. You were good at it, but you hated it. Like it just wasn't like you didn't enjoy the sport itself. I don't really know if it was anything of that. And I just feel like, I don't know. I guess that was more for cheerleading stuff. Like I kind of just liked that better, Right. but Honestly, I just I just was never super athletic. Like it was more of like maybe it was even laziness. I don't know. You know, just like yeah. man, like I don't want to run laps or like oh, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's kind of 
important because when I was younger and I talk about this with people all the time is like for me CrossFit was kind of my thing when I found it because when I was growing up I always wanted to play organized team sports like I always wanted to do that and primarily football is what I wanted to play um I had uh some legitimate medical reasons why I couldn't uh but I wasn't able to play for a little while and then I finally got to play like the final year of junior pro and loved it so much I didn't start because I didn't grow up with those boys like nobody knew who I was and I wasn't you know uh coached very well because it was my first year um but I absolutely loved it and then when I got to high school I really wanted to play football and when I found out that practice was like every day during the summer I was like I don't want to do that right you know like I got like I'm going to the beach and I want to go like <laughs> hang out with my friends and stuff and so I I regret it now like I wish I would give anything in the world to be able to go back and play uh, organized team sports because you only get to do that for so long and we get kids now and teens now that are like I want to do CrossFit and I'm like that's great like I think you should but not in place of organized team sports because the value that you learn and the character that's built in that you only get the opportunity to do that for so long and so when that time's come and gone, it's come and gone, and you, and you can't really get that back. CrossFit's going to be here forever. Like right. You're going to be able to do that the rest of your life. But for me, kind of branching into CrossFit, this was kind of my opportunity to compete in something, quote, unquote, compete, like right. not, not make a living or a career out of from a competitive standpoint necessarily. But it was my opportunity to kind of measure up you know, and just to kind of see where I'm at and, and work towards something physically uh, to, to try to improve myself. So not really falling in love with any of the organized team sports growing up, but definitely dance and cheer. Was that something that you found that you missed from competitive dance and cheer when you got into CrossFit? It was like, oh, I'm kind of back in being able to compete into something or was this just like you just kind of fell in love with doing a lot of really random stuff yeah it was kind of more of just the randomness um i think i got kind of wore out with all of the cheer and it was just i have two sisters that are both cheerleaders one well one's graduated but the other one's still in it right now and i can definitely see the burnout i can i can definitely see how that plays a you know a part right and i had been on multiple teams and a lot of it was like my friends were all starting to switch to like high school cheerleading and I really never had an interest in like standing on the sideline like that aspect of it for me it was more like I guess it kind of connects in a way it was like I always liked like the stunts and the lifting and stuff so in a sense I mean honestly it just kind of made me feel badass so like coming in here you know I guess it does kind of have the same aspect yeah um but yeah, I just really got burned out with it and just, and I played piano for years, um, kind of just by ear, like YouTube and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, and I was just like, you know, maybe this is something I'd like a little bit better, just something by myself and taking lessons and stuff. And I carried on with that and then I got a job. So uh, it was yeah. more like I was just focusing on work and then COVID hit. And then when things started opening back up, it was like, you know, I need something to do. I was doing school online, um, working in the daytime, really just still not really seeing people because of COVID and stuff. So right. it was just like, I need something 
So something here we to are. do, yeah. yeah. So I want to back up to the piano thing real quick because I think it's really interesting when when we find individuals that are a little bit more on like the the artistic side and then also like the athletic side because usually there's like a clear division between the two but sometimes we'll find people that are very gifted and talented you know uh artistically whether it's drawing or painting or you know something musical uh and and then we'll also find the athlete in those individuals as well and i think that's a very interesting um balance but I was kind of the same way. So, like, because I didn't play sports, I picked up guitar. Um, and my dad was – my dad's band director. He's been a band director my whole life anyways. Uh, and it was really cool because he didn't – he never pushed us to do anything musically. Um, but I was kind of the same way. When I picked up guitar, I was self-taught. I, I played by ear. I can't read music. I have no yep. clue. Um, but I can listen to something and then if I sit down with it long enough, I can kind of figure it out. Um, and he showed me a couple like basic chords, but I never had any lessons or anything like that. And that was like, for me, I never did it for like a performance thing. It was just kind of like, a. It was a more just a personal relief, you know, that that was really what it was. And I did play in like my, my church youth group for a little while. That was really fun. Um, being able to lead, you know, praise and worship with my youth group. That was cool. Um, but yeah, most of the time it was just, you know, get home and just go sit in the back room and play guitar and learn something new there. Um, but I think it's very interesting. So with piano, did you ever, because you took lessons and stuff, did you ever perform or did you ever do anything with that? I did like one Christmas recital one time and then that was about it for me. I wasn't, I wasn't really a fan of, you know, even if like mom, I don't know why I was ever like that, but if mom walked in, it's like, what are you playing? I would just, you know, like look at her like, yeah. this is my time, you or know, yeah, like, like get, get out, out. Get yeah. out of here, mom. <laughs> Go on. So I never cared for that. I would play a few times, like my granddad played guitar. We had a few nights where like we would move everything to the back porch and just sit out there and we would try to like get on the same page, but it was, yeah. I mean, I knew like chords and he'd want to, he'd want to play like a country song that I'd never heard or something, you know, we, we just couldn't find like a, yeah. a middle ground, but I always did enjoy that. And that was about the only performing that, that's I, so, I ever yeah. had. And I can relate to that so well, because I try to explain to people all the time, like that's something for me. And I don't know why, I, I don't know why I feel this way, but like, yes, I played, you know, with my church, uh, youth group for years like led praise and worship there that was you know in front of a lot of people and it's not that I'm like stage shocked or you know stage fright or anything like that I just like that's something that's personal to me and so when somebody would come in they're like hey play me a song I'm like "Uh, Uh, I don't know how to do no (laughs) I'm not going to you know and I've tried to explain to people like I think you can get to a point where it's almost just it's not that you're not good and like my dad would be like yeah he's really good you should go here and play and like like yeah, that's your dad like, saying it, so come you on wonder. dad like i know like I, I know you're a music you know teacher and all but uh i'm not that good but i think you can get to a point where you know a lot about it and you know and you respect people who are really good at it and so i feel like if you're not on that level at least for me like i'm my own worst critic and i'm like like comparing myself against the people that I know to be really good. I'm like, I'm, I can't play nothing like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you're not getting anything out of me, but this is my time, you know, yeah. kind of like that. So, um, so you got a job. Where was that? What, what, what was the first, do you, what was your first job? So 
Um, which growing up, I had like a lot, I don't want to say a lot, but I was just always kind of a worker. Like I started working at the soccer fields when I was like 11 or 12, like, uh, just doing the cash at the, at the register and the concession stands or, you know, just finding little stuff like that. So as soon as I turned 16, um, I started working at route 21 and I was there for like a year and a half. And then when COVID, um, came I think it was probably like right at the beginning of April they're like we've got to shut down so I'm like waiting everything else is kind of like open you know it didn't take long for stuff to open back up but they were just like not reopening so I'm like (laughs) I've got to do something else until and it's not like I had any I mean I was grateful I didn't have anything to pay for you know I have my dad helped me out a lot um but just for like having stuff to do like that was just something I just always enjoyed working so I'm like I gotta find something else and I'd eaten at Xander's a few times, but mom's like, hey, this pizza place up here, like, why don't you get a job there? Like, they're hiring. And I got lucky enough. I got an interview, like, a day or two later. Um, I get hired. Well, then, like, a week later, it's like, Route 21's opening back up. And I'm oh, like, okay. No. Um, so let's just ride this out for the summer. And then I'm like, well, I feel like I was never um, – like had anything with COVID, you know, like I just kind of, it was just irrelevant in my life for like the people around me. Right. I was never, um, thankfully affected by any of right, it, right, but, right. um, I'm like, you know, I could pay for my own school if I just work Save and yeah. just do school online this year. Cause that was an option. They had, you know, like you can come to school or here's this program we can set you up with. You can still graduate. You can still, um, you know, do all the homecoming stuff, come to pep rallies, come do all these things, be in clubs, but you're just doing it on your own. And then it also was like, I could sit down for an hour and have like two weeks worth done in that hour. Like I was just flying yeah. through it and then I'd have nothing to do half the semester. Um, so Which anyways, sounds like a dream to me for, as someone who didn't have that option going through school. Yeah, it, it was and it wasn't. Um, there's a lot behind all that, but I get the job at Xander's. I'm keeping both of them. And then, I mean, I was like 17 working 50 hours a week. And I'm like, maybe this isn't it. You Hustle, know, like, yeah. like, I don't think most people my age are, are like this. And I mean, the money was worth it, but it was just so much time. So I stu- uh, stuck with Xander's, ditched the retail. Um, and I've been there ever since. Um, ended up graduating. And, and I've been so thankful for them because, like, I've left and gone to school for six months and they just like, you know, kept me on all their tabs and um, have a manager that, you know, he's checking in like, are you coming back this weekend or are you going to be back on break? And at the time I started working at Furnace too, which that was, that was a blast. (laughs) It was right before um, the new owners took over. Yeah. Um, So it was only open on the weekends. It was like a once a month thing. I'd get to come back. I got to even do um, a wedding rehearsal dinner for like, they seemed like some bougie rich people almost. (laughs) Like everybody was older and like dressed super nice. And it was a lot of fun doing that. You're like, Um, guys, we are in Dixon County. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was a thing. They like came from out of town too. And I'm like, how did you settle here? Like, right. what, what, what are we doing here? There's a but couple other options around yeah, here. But that was a lot of fun. Um, and then just back at Sanders, like they've just kind of held on to me. So. so was there a point in time where you held three, where you were at Route 21, you were at uh, Furnace and then Sanders, all three? No, never then. I've kind of just had, um, I pretty much always had two little gigs going two. on because yeah. okay. um, in between the Furnace, there was a point 
um, I don't even know what you would call it. For me, I say I, I was babysitting um, a special needs elderly lady. Mm-hmm. She kind of, um, she was just a family friend almost, stayed with my grandmother. It's kind of like, um, like fostering um, in a sense. I don't, I don't really know all the behind, but she lived with my grandmother for a few months. And then her niece offered to let her stay there, but she needed somebody in the day. Okay. Um, so I would go stay with her, and that was a lot of fun. We would we made a quilt over the the time I was with Very her. We cool. would go to lunch every day. And do you still have that, or like was it hers and no. you just left it there? Or? Yeah, I just um, it was kind of just a little side thing um, where we would hang out. Um, and she's she's doing good. Um, I haven't seen her in a while, but we talk on the phone every once in a while. And that's so her cool. Her name was Nancy. She's real sweet. Nancy. And then I got into the, the nanny. Shout out to Nancy. Yeah, shout out to Nancy there. Yeah. Then I got into the nannying. So I've always just kind of had two little two little things going on at once. That's awesome. Hustler. Well, I can tell you, and I think this is really, really cool because the parallel here is is amazing. And in CrossFit, if you've ever done it before, and most of the people that are going to be listening to this know exactly what we're talking about, it is very, very hard work, right? It, it is. is very hard work. And I think that the, you know, you've proven that, you know, your work ethic outside of here, you carry into this, these four walls when you're in here as well, and then vice versa. And I think it's just a part of your nature that's really, really cool. Um, and that is one of the reasons why I think you've seen so much success here. Um, but before we get into that, how did you go from managing always having at least two jobs to finding out about CrossFit, getting into CrossFit? What was that like? Um, so like I said, it was, I want to say it was around the COVID era too. So all of it was kind of just happening about the same time, like, not really having anything to do in the online school and stuff. Um, and then my uncle, w- my uncle's been in here. He was in here for years. And, you know, he'd right. always, I never even knew what, like, CrossFit was. And it was kind of like a gym thing. He's always right. like, oh, you've got to get in here. Like, you're the perfect age time. Like, you would be looking so good. you got to get in there. Like, do this. Yeah. And I just, I was, like I said, I was never really athletic. So it didn't really interest me. Um, and then my dad got into it. And then I'm kind of seeing results in him. And I, like everybody, had gained weight through COVID and just being at home and stuff. And that Xander's pizza. Yeah, yeah. You get imagine. a free meal every shift. Oh you know, I'm gosh. like yes, I trying to. That that's out. why I'm here now, so I can like maintain <laughs> and like still get a pizza at the end of the day. But yeah, um, and the secret is like uh, that's why a lot of us are still here. And if anybody tells you different, they're probably yeah. <laughs> lying to you. Right. So dad's like, hey, we're doing this bring a friend week, and it, he actually got my sister to come too, which she was. Um, she was like 15 or 16, so she wasn't she wasn't old enough at the time, but she still came. We came with him, uh, bring a friend week, and in my mind, I like before I even came, I'm like, this is a test run, but I'm signing up after this. Like this is basically just a free week for me. Right. I'd already like planned on coming and signing up before I even got to the bring a friend week, and I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. You know, That's I so just cool. like thought like. Like I said earlier, like, this is going to be badass. Like, yeah. I'm going to be cool if yeah. I do this. Yeah, So. And so when you came to the Bring a Friend Week, was that, I mean, obviously that was probably solidifying for you of like, oh, yeah, like yeah. this is happening. It was, but I don't know why I had such a mental kick. I mean, thank goodness I did, but I was just on like a mental kick right there and just like, 
I mean, it was obviously hard. I remember thinking we were, well, one, it was really cold outside, and then we were running, and I know at one point, because I came a couple times in that week, I did box jumps or something, or attempted box jumps, and I'm just like, what am I getting myself into? But I remember I sat down um, before I even came to the Bring a Friend week, and I had, like, sat down in the bathroom and recorded a video, like, you know, this is how you feel, and, like, you don't want to feel like this anymore. This is why you're getting into it. Just kind of, like, a, to keep for myself. Look back That's on this when you're struggling. And, I mean, I took before pictures thinking, like, I didn't even realize how much – because I didn't at the time realize how, how big I had gotten, you know, like mm-hmm. how much weight I had put on. But I took the pictures. I still didn't realize, like, how much change was even going to happen to my body. It was just kind of like, use this as motivation, you know, like, yeah. keep looking at this, look back on this, yeah. keep up with this. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's something like, what what an amazing amount of foresight that you had. Was that something that you decided to do on your own? Or was that something that, like, your dad was like, hey, you should probably, like, just – note this or journal this or something make some take before pics or something so that way you can see because we you know we talk all the time with people and individuals they're like you know I don't I don't know how I got this big and I don't know what happened and it's like when you see yourself every day it's really hard to see subtle changes and it does happen over time but it does also take time uh, you know for those changes to happen but what happens during that is you build habits you build complacency and you you kind of give in to convenience, if you will. And right. like we just discussed, like the results that you get from here are nothing shy of amazing, but it's hard work to do it. Right. And, worth it. and it's worth it 100 percent. But a lot of times people aren't willing to put in that hard work and it's not easy. You right. know, it's really not. But um amazing amount of foresight that you had to do that ahead of time so now tell us a little bit about do you do you refer back to those often do you look at those and you're like oh like I guess if you're in this game long enough you will go through and you will experience what we kind of call like this mental rut and everybody goes through it and everybody's going to kind of get into a little bit of a funk where they feel like you know I'm just I'm just kind of plateaued out and I don't really know what's going on. And I don't, it doesn't matter how much community and enthusiasm and support and accountability you've got around you. It will happen at some point, but that community, the enthusiasm, the accountability, your support network is going to be what kind of pushes you through that. And you're going to be like, my gosh, I'm so thankful for all of these people and these individuals and these resources that I've got because it got me through it. Has that become that video and those before pictures, has that become that for you? It has. Um, for me, which that helped me a lot in the beginning, like as I'm seeing the weight start to fall off, starting to notice the changes in here, um, I was looking back on that a lot. And now now in general, I think it's more of like the natural photos I was in. And it's like, you know, I might be like standing in the corner over there, like talking to somebody, not looking at the camera. And I'm like, I didn't even realize like that is just crazy to me. So, and also I think for me too, looking back now is like, I I went to college. um, I was there for a semester. And in that time I had tried to keep up with CrossFit as much as I could. There was one about 30 minutes away from where I was going to school because I was in the middle of nowhere. 
UT um, Martin. Yeah. So I was in Union City. My alma mater, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Union City crossfitting it up and and they've actually come a long ways with the gym now like looking they've changed a lot of things but at the time it was basically um great gym but it was basically just some guys like let's put a gym together like we'll call it crossfit um but i mean it was nothing compared to what we have right here um and eventually you know school got hard um i was ready to come home i knew that that wasn't it for me and it just i was kind of just in a rough place um and just and just quit for a little while I wouldn't say any more than like a month month and a half um but I had lost a lot of weight um just in general in that time so now it's not more of like the beginning pictures it's looking at those pictures and realizing like where I want to be now of like okay I want to be lifting heavier eating better I need to gain a little bit of weight you know like trying I know what I want to look like now I've kind of felt it out um realize how far I've come and like the potential that I still have to get better in here and just be better so. yeah and and I think that's a that's a what we would refer to in in our world and when we talk to people is like that's a maturity shift in terms of your actual training age and your experience because everybody comes in wanting s- I can't say everybody, but I would say 99% of the people that come in are looking for some type of body composition change, whether it's weight or fat loss or muscle gain, you know, whatever. They're looking for some type of body composition change. And then the, the further you get into your fitness journey, you start to have this epiphany and this transition where you realize that, holy crap, if I kind of focus on the performance aspect of this, not that you have to compete, not that right. you have to, you know, sign up for any competition, but the performance aspect of this of I want to run faster. I want to be able to run longer. I want to be able to row longer, bike longer. I want to do a pull-up. I'd like to be able to deadlift two times my body weight. Like these performance factors, the byproduct of chasing those is health, which is what we would refer to as fitness over time. And people that are healthy don't look bad either. Right. So that's kind of the beauty in, in, in the byproduct there is it's kind of hidden. You know, like you don't really have to chase that to get that. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's why we kind of coin it as like a maturity shift of our focus is in the wrong place. Because a lot of times what we hear people come in for is, you know, let's just say weight loss. And they're like, well... I gain weight in my thighs or in my abdomen or whatever. And like, I really need to lose that. And like, it is impossible to spot reduce anything. Like you can't do it. But through hard work, dedication, consistency, and chasing and refocusing on the right things and establishing some valuable, obtainable, and realistic goals, you'll get there. With a lot of patience. And a lot and, of patience. And time, yeah. Yeah, and, and you have to love the process you because do. it is a journey. And you won't love it every day. But that's no. where I think a lot of people step back because it's it's hard. You know, like, it's like not everybody's going to have the same mindset. And, uh, you know, you see people come in and then a, a week or two goes by and it's like, well, what happened to so-and-so? And it's like, yeah. I don't know, you know, maybe they – I think a lot of people don't realize – I think it took me seven seven or eight weeks before I started seeing any results, you know, and it's yeah. like, 
and honestly that's that wasn't like me like I'm not I'm surprised that you know I stuck with it because I I wasn't not that I had the mindset of quitting but it was like normally if I wasn't seeing results because I've had gym memberships I had a yeah. planet fitness membership and I went to the Y and stuff but it just yeah it didn't it, happen it fast enough I human guess. beings want results yesterday right and I'm not the biggest on like motivational quotes but one of my favorites if I had one is the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago the second best time is today right right, right now right so you have to start somewhere, and if you're looking for a place just to have the comfort and to ease your mind and help you sleep at night because you've got a gym membership that you pay for, uh, this is probably not the place for you, you know what right. I mean? Because you're, you're going to be using it, and it is going to be hard work, and you are going to see amazing and incredible results from it if you use it. Right. And like we have on the, you know, the back of a lot of our shirts, it says just show up. And that's literally all you have to all do. All you have to do. And that's why I love it. Like I go to the gym with my boyfriend sometimes and not that I don't like I enjoy the time and I still enjoy the workout. But every single time that I leave, I just don't feel the satisfaction that I do when I leave here. I feel like I, kn I mean, I know I was in the gym, but ju and I don't know if, you know, maybe it's my mindset or what, but I'm like. I just don't feel like I worked out today. I don't feel like I did anything. You know, yeah. it's like I'm just not meant to be a gym person. Like, I don't have the motivation for that. I don't want to stand around in there for two hours, you know, just pushing weight from my legs, you know, doing stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, I live for, I guess, the thrill of it in here, yeah. you know. Like, I want to be intimidated when I come in here. And yeah. it's like I look at the board and I'm going to complain the whole time. <laughs> but, like – that's what I'm looking for. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like um, CrossFit is for anybody. Right. Anybody can do it. And whether you're a grandparent or, you know, a teenager, anybody can do it. But it's not for everybody. So if you have the wrong mindset or if you have different goals, maybe it's just not what you're chasing. Like right. maybe you just want to do something a little bit more specific. And that's fine. Like we're not going to shove it down your throat. But – if you want it, it'll work for you. Well, and and it becomes addicting. There's a lot does. of uh, there's a lot of, you know, things to be to improve upon here. Obviously, because we do for so sure. many different things, we're not specialists. In fact, I tell people like we specialize in not specializing mm -hmm. uh, because we do everything, and it's addicting. It's fun. Like nobody likes to be bad at anything, and I think that drives you and motivates you and and makes you want to be better at certain things. So, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun, it's hard, but it will deliver. It will. So tell me really quickly, because we've, we've kind of skirted around it, but you have seen amazing results and a lot of success and progress since you started. Can you, and do you mind putting a number on how much weight have you lost so I ended up total losing we'll just we'll balance it out as around fifty pounds. Um, which which for me and where I was at, I feel like, you know, it was like I wasn't expecting that. And like like I said previously, I didn't realize where I was at before I started and it took me so I started in March and then around June or July I had taken a picture in the mirror 
And of course, I had seen pictures in between and noticed like, okay, I'm seeing the numbers drop, seeing this. And I'm standing there looking at it like, I out blew every goal that I set for myself. Like, I don't even know who I'm looking at. But in a good way, of course. You know, like, I'm like, holy cow, like, how was this even possible? Like, I just showed up. And of course, I'm paying attention and keeping track of it all. But it just like clicked in my head one day. It was like, I finally saw what like everybody else was seeing. And I even remember the first time that it was really acknowledged by anybody other than my parents or like my family. Um, my dad and I had come. It was the first CrossFit competition I'd ever watched. We had come to watch everybody here. Uh-huh. Um, and we were sitting outside under a tent and somebody had said something and it was either you or Tommy Green. Somebody had turned around. And it was like, you lost how much weight? And yeah. I just had this feeling of like, somebody noticed like yeah somebody sees and that just made me you know like love it even more of like it's paying off like yeah I I remember that and it's 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 hard because like you know even just the same as like you see yourself every day so it's hard to really notice until somebody else notices or you see pictures right um that's when it's you know it really kind of becomes a staple in your mind Uh, but even for us, because we see you every day. So it's like, we see your numbers and stuff going up. But then when we hear the number on how many pounds you've actually lost, incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, well, again, I, I think it doesn't fall shy on the characteristics that you possess, um, the attributes that you possess and, and being a hard worker, um, and being a good listener and very, very coachable. And I can't tell you how much that means to myself along with all my other coaches because it just makes our job easier and frankly more enjoyable. Um, but you're seeing the benefits from it. And like our coaches are here to do two things is keep you safe and make you better. Right. And that's literally their only jobs. Right. Um, and to see that pay off for you is so incredible. And that's what we're here for. And that's, that's the reward for us is seeing you happier, healthier, stronger, living a life that's a much better and greater quality that you're actually enjoying and loving. Um, and that's what we're here for. That's what we do. Right. You know? Um, so I got a couple of questions really quick to kind of wrap this thing up and we'll put a bow on it with these. Um, and we'll just, we'll just kind of hammer these out. So number one, do you remember what is the, the biggest or, or the greatest lesson that you've learned since being here at CrossFit Engage? Um, I would say that it's like 50% work, but it's 50% mental. And I've kind of taken that to an outside of the gym perspective. Um, as just like, I was, I was so weak minded, you know, like trying to use that, like coming in here and I tell myself like, why can't you do it? Like if it's one more rep, I just ask myself that. So like now, outside of the gym whatever I'm struggling with it's like the same thing why can't you do it and it's it's just something I've used and I I just I love the mental aspect of it in here it's helped me a lot so yeah that's great uh and I tell people all the time like we have 10 general physical skills that we practice in here with every single workout every single movement that happens if I could rewrite that I would I would make it 11 and I would say one of the the skills that should be developed in here would be mental toughness and not just because of, you know, you develop that in here by doing hard things and knowing that there is an end coming and you can get to there by working hard. Um, But the carryover to that, 
is now it translates outside of these four walls. And honestly, when you get really, really used to, and I would even hesitate to say probably good at making the hard decisions and doing the hard things in here, the hardest part doesn't mean the worst part. It could even be the best part of your day. But the right. hardest part of your day should be what happens in here because the results and the progress that you're going to see and the benefits you're going to get out of it are going to carry over to outside of these four walls. And now everything that happens out there is easy. Right. Right? Exactly. So I I couldn't agree with that more. And I think that's, that's a valuable lesson that, again, comes with training age. Right? Just like right. that maturity level that we talked about in terms of your goals and in the mental aspect of that as well is, is incredibly helpful. Um, okay, next question. This does not have to be fitness related at all. It can okay. be, doesn't have to be. What is one thing that you want to achieve in the next six months? Next six months, I actually just applied to go back to school. I'm going to take a different route this time and go through Nashville State, try to do most of it at home and just kind of, um, you know, best of luck with that because school okay. wasn't my thing. Nobody in my family w really went to school. I hated school, and I think being online my senior year um, really, like, changed so many paths for me and just changed, like, honestly, the direction of my life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the last six months – I've had a mindset of trying to find anything I can do without going to school and kind of like I was saying on the last question, like taking the mental challenge inside the gym, outside the gym, I'm going to try to apply that with school. I have, I have good hopes for it all, feeling good about it, but I guess just starting that and, you know, yeah. just powering through and, and getting there. So, well, obviously, you know, we're in your corner. We're rooting for you. Um, have you, so you applied, have you been accepted yet? Just waiting on ACT scores to come through, but okay. but it's Nashville State. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I feel pretty confident. I there's feel there's pretty not good. a doubt in my mind, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just curious if you've been accepted yet. So what are you, what are you, what's the trajectory? Where are you wanting to put your focus at? What are you studying? So I'm going to study early childhood education. Okay. Um, just going to teach, um, which I'm really excited about. Cool. I um, was nannying for the last six months and – which they were younger. They weren't. They weren't in the age range. I'll. I'll probably be kindergarten, first grade, somewhere in there. Right. Um, so they were much younger. But leaving them, I had my heart set on real estate for the pretty much the whole time. Like that was the plan. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have enough time to pursue <laughs> that during during all of that. I um, only laugh because I know that pain. Plans yeah. plans change. And that was like plan three or four for me. Like I said to somebody the other day, like, this is plan like D or E. They yeah. were like, what? And I listed them all off and I was like, no, seriously, this uh, yeah. is whatever. I, I graduated. I have a degree, changed my mind, went back to school, changed my mind again, and now I'm not really using any yeah. of it. So yeah. I get so, it. So I was leaving the girls and I, I mean, I was heartbroken. I love those girls and just spending the day with them. And they were they were young enough where and I haven't been around kids that that young really so like seeing the development in them mm -hmm. I love that like when the older one she would like say a new word or something and it just made me so excited or like so it cool. just made me so happy and I just thought like you know maybe maybe we'll do something you know with kids or like yeah. I I love that so and knowing that like I helped her. Or I taught her this, yeah. or like I showed her this. So I, I just love that. That's that's awesome. I my my nephew just turned one last month at the time that we're recording this, and uh, we're still working on Funkel. 
Yeah. He's, he's trying to say Funkel. Um, he's getting close. He said it a couple times in private, but he won't do it in public uh. yet. So, uh, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was before Mama and Dada. Really? Too. Yeah, he said Funkel. So, Love uh, big things on the horizon for that kid. Um, all right, final question. What is one piece of advice that you can leave with our listeners to help them in their fitness journey? Oh, one piece of advice. Um, I would say just power through. You know, like there's so many times I would, I never thought about quitting per se, but just you come to a point where it's kind of like you said earlier, plateauing out and it's like just power through, like just show up one more day and then, you know, you never know, like the next day you might have a totally new mindset and you're ready to come back and, you know, like stuff changes. You might have just had a bad day. So I tell myself all the time, just power through and then, you know, you can get it over with and, and go on to the next thing. So just power through. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Abby, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, and I hopefully, you know, it goes without saying how proud of you we are and all the results that you've seen here. Um, again, it's nothing shy of the hard work that you've done. Um, and we're very proud of you. So thank you so much. Thanks.